0: I'm Max Pringle with these headlines. President Biden will meet British Prime Minister Boris Johnson today ahead of the G7 meeting in Cornwall, England. The two leaders are expected to talk trade, the pandemic, and climate change, among other issues. But as feature story news is John Beaver reports Brexit's effect on the Northern Ireland peace deal is expected to top the agenda.
1: Boris Johnson has never met Joe Biden. Personally and politically, they certainly have their differences. But the UK Prime Minister and US President have much to discuss. Northern Ireland will be a key topic. There's a huge amount still to be done on post-Brexit trade deals and the US have said they won't support anything that puts the Good Friday peace agreement at risk. Mr Biden is in the UK ahead of the G7 summit being held in Cornwall. Building back better from the pandemic, strengthening economic and trade ties – and tackling climate change will all be on the agenda.
0: And that's John Beaver reporting. President Biden announced today that the U.S. will buy 500 million vaccines made by Pfizer-BioNTech for distribution to developing countries through the U.N.'s COVAX program. World Health Organization officials have called for the most at-risk 10 percent of every country's population to be immunized by September and for 30 percent to be protected by the end of the year. The WHO called for more rich countries to follow the U.S. lead. India has recorded the world's highest single-day COVID-19 death toll. More than 6,000 deaths were recorded today, that takes the country's total fatality rate to nearly 360,000. Sarosha Mukherjee reports from New Delhi.
2: India's debt toll hit the grim milestone after the eastern state of Bihar revised its figures higher to include people who had died at home or in private hospitals. This led to a 72% surge in the deaths. Experts say the official figures for the entire country are also an underestimate of the real impact of the pandemic on India, with reports of overflowing hospitals and crematoriums.
0: That's Sarosha Mukherjee reporting. Consumer prices surged in May with a 0.6% increase over April and 5% over the past year. It's the biggest 12-month inflation spike since 2008 and comes as the country starts to emerge from the coronavirus pandemic. The Labor Department reported the rise in inflation today and said it reflected a range of goods and services now in growing demand as people increasingly shop, travel, dine out, and attend entertainment events. The increased consumer appetite is bumping up against a shortage of components from lumber and steel to chemicals and semiconductors that supply such key products as cars and computer equipment, all of which has forced up prices. The inflation pressures pose a risk to the economy's recovery from the pandemic recession. One risk is that the Federal Reserve will eventually respond to intensifying inflation by raising interest rates too aggressively and derail the economic recovery. West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin is drawing the ire of voting rights advocates over his refusal to back sweeping federal voting rights legislation. The Poor People's Campaign will march in West Virginia to protest Manchin's opposition to the For the People Act and his refusal to vote to end filibuster rules that risk jeopardizing Senate Democrats' legislative agenda. More from Nadia Romlagon.
2: Former candidate for governor of Georgia, Stacey Abrams, heads a month-long drive to mobilize young voters of color around the For the People Act, the sweeping voting rights bill championed by Democratic lawmakers. The campaign, called Hot Call Summer, plans to text at least 10 million voters in 2022 battleground states. Abrams' effort comes amid a wave of state-level legislation to make it harder to vote. And that means that we have to protect voters in their right to access, the right to register, the right to stay on the rolls, their right to cast a ballot, and their right to have those ballots counted. West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin announced in an op-ed over the weekend that he'll vote against the bill, a significant roadblock to its passage. West Virginia community organizer Jennifer Wells says Black residents helped reelect elect Manchin and are angry and disappointed. He would not be in office if Black people did not go to the polls in his re-election campaign. We showed up. We weren't always happy with him or his decisions he makes at a federal level, but we showed up. Because we understood the threat. For Pacifica Network and Public News Service, I'm Nadia Ramlagan.
0: A new grant program is launching in Arizona to provide more of the state's children with access to health care services. More from Public News Service's Mark Richardson. The Valle del Sol Community Health Group is planning a fleet of mobile medical teams to visit underserved communities across central Arizona to provide care to adolescent and teenage children. Wyatt Decker, CEO of United Health Group's Optum Health, says the project is designed to meet both the physical and emotional needs of kids. We will have primary care providers, behavioral health workers, and mental health counselors that are in a mobile unit that is set up for kids to come in in a school and get evaluated. With the grant, Valle del Sol will assemble medical teams to deliver primary, psychiatric, and behavioral health services in school and foster care settings or via telehealth. Mark Richardson reporting. And I'm Max Pringle. You're listening to Sojourner Truth on Pacifica Radio.